welcome to tjt our series with esther Emaka on the jesus talks radio i'm so glad to have you with me um how have you been how's your week been i've had the most hectic week a very busy week i've had a lot of work to do this week and you know it's been busy stressful but i thank god i'm here now tonight with you guys on the jesus talks radio series so you're welcome if you're just joining us for the first time you're welcome to cjtr fam go check out our podcast and music platforms um listen to all our previous broadcasts um just catch up and stay connected we're talking about grace tonight i'm excited because this is the final broadcast on this series grace for the month of january we have talked about grace as jesus the gift of salvation as endowment for ministry grace as support um we've we've seen ourselves as the custodians of grace and the fact that we need to share the life that we have received with other people so tonight we're going to be talking about grace as it relates to persecution i pray for us that as we can study god's word that our minds are open we are receptive to the word of god we are changed by the word of god we are blessed we are transformed in the name of jesus and i pray for us that you know, we see the grace of God and how sufficient it is for us. And we see the depth of the love of Christ Jesus for us in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's um, let's go right into it. Um, First of all, I want us to know that Jesus is coming. It's, it's, that's the truth. Jesus is coming. And one thing Jesus said while he was here on earth was that we will be persecuted for identifying with him. Um, he, Matthew chapter 24 verse 9 says that, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and ye shall be hated of all nations for my sake jesus was speaking to his disciples and he was telling them of you know the second coming and the things that will happen before the son of man will come again and this is one of the things that he said so that we will be persecuted for the sake of the gospel we'll be persecuted for the sake of christ jesus we the beloved of god we shall be delivered up to be afflicted and we shall be killed and hated for christ's sake for identifying with jesus christ wow that's amazing right i know it might seem like that's a whole lot like ah i don't want to be killed but that's what's going to happen that's what jesus said that as long as you have chosen this path as long as you have received the life that i've made available unto you then you are a partaker of the sufferings of christ jesus you'll be persecuted even jesus the first begotten of god he was persecuted for you know he was crucified he was beaten he was bruised the tempter came and the tempter tempted him but jesus overcame all these things and so we will be persecuted as well for identifying with jesus christ but what i want us to see is this that our father you know he has told us ahead that we will be persecuted he has already let us know what is in store for us as christians or as believers and so because of this we will not be surprised when persecution comes we will not be caught unaware when persecution comes and one other thing that he did was to make sure that we are equipped for the journey that he has filled us with everything that we will ever need for the journey so that we will not be stranded we will not be weary we will not get tired we will not be confused god has made grace great grace available unto each and every one of us he knows he's aware he he he's the alpha and the omega he knows that it's a rough path that we are taking he knows that knowing him comes with all these things how we'll be beaten we'll be 
people will hurl insults out insults at us will be abused you know will be will be afflicted we will be persecuted just for identifying with him he sees these things and so what he did was to tell us and also to equip us for the journey so he has filled us with his holy spirit you know the spirit of truth the spirit of the promised spirit the spirit of promise we have received the comforter on our insides that's going to strengthen us in those hard times those trying times the comforter fills us with his fruit and we burst forth with the goodness of jesus and also God has equipped us with his grace, his grace, so that we are sufficient in all things and we lack absolutely nothing. And that's just amazing. That's what we're talking about tonight. The grace of God that has been given to us, the grace of God that God has equipped us with to stand the test of time. I told us in the in the third broadcast, if you haven't listened to any other broadcast, please listen to it. You'll be edified. You'll be blessed trust me i told us in the third broadcast that um grace provides support for the journey grace equips us for the race that grace equips us for hard times that may come the times that so i want us to know now that that's it still stands in the times of persecution that the times that will be beaten the times that will be abused or insulted you know or or stepped on or afflicted or persecuted for identifying with jesus or the times that will face a lot of trials and you know tribulations and challenges on the way grace is here grace is available grace is sufficient and grace is in us we have already received grace we have grace on our insights um second corinthians 12 9 says that god's grace is enough that god's grace is all we need and that the the, the strength of god comes in comes into its own in our weaknesses so when we think that we are done when we think that we are washed up when we think that we we, we are we can't do anything else god's strength is available when we think that we are tired or when we feel tired god's strength comes into play god strengthens us he strengthens more than enough to carry us through his strength is more than enough to help us stand help us run the race and his grace is sufficient enough to keep us to sustain us um, his grace is more than enough. His grace is in abundance. His grace is in the surplus. That's what I want us to know. And this scripture, Second Corinthians twelve nine, was Apostle Paul speaking of the times that God had reminded him that His grace was enough. So Apostle Paul was saying, in my afflictions, in my um, tribulations, when I was feeling like my infirmities were weighing me down, and you know I couldn't do anything, God reminded me several times that his grace will carry me through his grace is more than enough for me you know the apostle Paul goes on to say in verse 10 then that therefore i take pleasure in infirmities in reproaches in necessities in persecutions in distresses for christ's sake for when i am weak then i am strong wow this just this is amazing. This is Apostle Paul not just seeing that God's grace is, you know, available, but also understanding the depth of the grace and and embracing what the grace had to offer. So this was him saying that, look, I know I'm not perfect. I know that I have, you know, 
challenges i know that probably i'm um, handicapped at some point i don't really know much i'm um, an illiterate i wasn't sent to school i was once a persecutor of the church you know i know that when you look at my credentials it doesn't really match up to par but i tell you that i glory in my infirmities because the grace of god is made available for me i am able to take pleasure in suffering for christ i rejoice in the fact that i'm not up to par but jesus is sufficient enough for me i rejoice in the fact that i'm being persecuted for the gospel that i am thrown in jail for the gospel that i am abused for the gospel because the grace of god is enough to sustain me that's just it is amazing he says that when i am weak I am strong how how are you strong when you're weak you're weak and you're saying that you're strong because he knows that when his weakness comes in the strength of god is sufficient enough to sustain him and that's one thing that differentiates you know him from a lot of the apostles is that he understood the gifts that had been made available for him he understood the depth of those gifts and he understood that he would never be able to do anything by himself except if he truly leans on the lord and that was what he did and that's just amazing that in our trials in our illnesses our infirmities our sicknesses the things that we think that are limitations or you know in pain in anguish in despair we need to remember that we have an unending reserve of strength we need to remember that we have an unending supply of grace we need to remember that there's somebody that went on the cross and died for us we need to remember that we are not living this life by ourselves but through the holy spirit on our insides so and just like the apostle when we start to see this when we start to understand this we will be able to take pleasure in our infirmities we'll be able to rejoice in persecution because you know that it is not i but christ who lives through me do you understand what i'm saying i pray that you understand what i'm saying in jesus name we need to understand that we will be tried for our faith oh we will be tried we will be tested for our faith we'll be abused insults will be hurled at us abuses will be hurled at us jesus said it jesus said i told you that jesus said it in the book of matthew chapter 24 verse 9 and it is already happening when you look around you start to wonder what we did wrong because the hate is just too much it's coming from every sector it's coming from every angle we are being bashed left right and down. you start to think why do they hate us so much but you know that's the thing scriptures have to be fulfilled we've done nothing wrong these things have to happen scriptures have to be fulfilled our master jesus he said it that you know these things will happen when he's coming when he's on the way and we see it now so we, we rejoice in the fact that these things are happening we rejoice in the fact that we're being persecuted for the faith because then it means that what we believe in is true what we believe in is not a lie or a facade you know it is true it is real and it is evident and that's just that's the most amazing thing that you you see the good in every bad thing that happens you see the good in every trial you see the good in every persecution you see the good in every affliction jesus the king of creation jesus was tested jesus was tried jesus was tempted by the tempter jesus was beaten jesus was bruised he was made to wear a crown of thorns he was hung on the tree now jesus was gracious always till the very end till the very end from the very start 
till the very end he was gracious his response was always always with grace you see jesus every time the pharisees will come and the pharisees would you know try to rile him up try to get him angry or get him upset or they just want to know what he has to say i know they ask him questions and the way jesus always replied he made them see that they were ignorant he made them understand that they were ignorant and they were without light and he didn't have to do it in a condescending way he didn't have to do it in a way that belittled them he just made them see that he was light and they were not walking in light and like he was always calm always collected and he's he knew how to answer every man jesus had the answer for every man jesus never lacked a response his response to trials temptations persecution should be our response the way jesus treated people should be the way we would treat people because jesus is the way the truth and the life he's the blueprint for every christian the blueprint for every believer um Colossians chapter 4 from verse 5 to 6 says that walk in wisdom toward them that are without redeeming the time let your speech be always with grace seasoned with salt that you may know how you ought to answer every man I love the scripture so much I love it so much sometimes you see see, um, believers when we're being bashed we can't even we don't have answers you can't most every time jesus answered he answered with the word of god we we don't have that we can't answer with the word of god and then we take offense and we're like i said what i said you can't say what she said jesus didn't come to die for you and then for you to say you say what she said jesus didn't die and then when you asked him why did you die for me then he was like i died (laughs) like come on he gave a reason for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that's the reason jesus died on the cross because god loves us and so you cannot afford to not have a reason for this faith you cannot afford to say that i said what i said take it or leave it as a believer you need to have answers to for every man jesus always had answer for every man so scripture says walk in wisdom that was what jesus did all the time jesus was walking in god's wisdom toward them that are without he was helping them see that look you're not in light i am light any man that comes to me receives life any man that comes to me will never thirst again any man that comes to me will never hunger again any man that comes to me will receive eternal life jesus was always walking in wisdom to them that are without now they were lost sheep a sheep that had no idea that they had a shepherd you can check that in john 10 16 jesus himself said it that he had sheep but they did not know they had they have a shepherd and so jesus walked in wisdom to them so that he will bring them into the fold so they'll become aware that they do have a shepherd so their ignorance will fade and they'll be filled with knowledge of christ jesus i know that's what we ought to do that we are patient with them we are gentle with them and we are teaching them slowly but patiently while showing them that this is the way jesus is the way we're showing them the lights that they are lacking we're helping them see that darkness is not a place to live in you have to come out of darkness and enter into the marvelous light of christ jesus so what we do is we walk in wisdom to them that are without you know and you know so when you walk in wisdom wisdom helps you discern wisdom gives you a sense of clarity so you know what to do and what not to do you know what to say and what not to say you know when to say it 
and how to not say it and that's just amazing then verse 6 goes on to say that our speech be always with grace be gracious in your speech you can't afford to be speaking anyhow as a believer you can't just you can't not every word should come out of your mouth you have to watch what you say be very gracious with your speech be kind when you speak be gentle when you speak be smart be wise walk in wisdom scripture itself is full of life walk in wisdom that's what it says let your speech be seasoned with salt so that you may add flavor to those that are lacking flavor you may bring light to those that do not have light words that are flavored with the life of christ jesus those are the words that should come out of your mouth you know full of god's wisdom we are not trying to put them down we are trying to help them see that you have a shepherd you just don't know that you have a shepherd and like jesus said because they are ignorant they do not know and so we help them see by bringing them into light even in persecution that's where i'm going now with the scripture even in persecution you are to walk in wisdom to them that are without redeeming the time you are to speak with grace and let your speech be seasoned with salt even in persecution we must see trials persecution temptations um distresses as avenues to witness as avenues to dispense the life of christ jesus as avenues to tell men about jesus as avenues to shine light so that the blind may see and the dead may awaken we must see see apostle paul while he was in jail he wrote letters to the philippians church and in philippians chapter 1 from verse 12 to 14 he said that instead of the gospel being quenched he was in jail and instead of the gospel being quenched like the people expected that's why they put him in jail instead he was doing more while he was in jail men were coming to the light of christ jesus because they wanted to know who this man was dying for they wanted to know why he was in jail who he was suffering for and you know you need to see you need to see persecution that way that this is a way for me to redeem the time every opportunity that you get you must dispense christ every opportunity that you get you must show jesus you must show for the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. for um that is um we are a chosen generation a royal priesthood so you must show you must show for the praises of christ jesus see they will think that they're putting out your lights by persecuting you but they are doing the exact opposite that's what persecution that's how you're supposed to look at persecution that oh you think you're going to end the gospel but you're propagating the gospel that's what you're doing the men that crucified jesus if they had known that crucifying jesus will buy us back that crucifying jesus will reconcile us back to god that crucifying jesus will bring about eternal life and the gift of salvation trust me they wouldn't have done it they wouldn't have done they thought that by crucifying jesus on the cross they were going to silence the son of man they were going to end to talk about um faith or about eternal life what they didn't know that was they were opening a can of worms so to speak figuratively they were opening a can of worms and so that's what persecution does that's how we as believers ought to look at persecution that you know every single thing works together for our good bad times good time is working together for our good persecution distresses 
pain they are working together for our good and that we seize every opportunity we redeem the time and we walk in wisdom to them that are without if they are hurling abuses at us we are responding with the love of christ jesus if they are cursing us we are responding with blessings if they are flogging us we are responding with praises of our ah, jesus we are giving glory to our king for counting us worthy to be partakers of the sufferings of christ jesus so rejoice when you fall into diverse temptations knowing that the trying of your faith walk at patience james chapter 1 verses 2 to 3 read that scripture it's really it's, it's a really good scripture that you know that the trying of your faith work at patience so the trying of your faith is molding you instead of breaking you it is actually molding you instead of putting out your light it is actually shining your light know that all we will ever face our father knows and our father is equipped us for it he has filled us with his grace grace beyond measure grace that is more than enough grace that strengthens us grace that is sustainable grace that sustains us grace that helps us be sufficient in all things we are sufficient in all things in trials we lack nothing in tribulations and persecutions we lack nothing in distress we lack nothing because of the grace of god we have received and because of the grace of god that we are stewards of we can and we will scale through that's what i want us to see tonight that we can and we will scale through so beloved do not shy away from persecution instead run towards persecution and rejoice in it, for you have been equipped to stand the test of time you have been equipped to take it you have been equipped to to be bruised to be battered to be killed They'll kill, they'll kill you, but you will not die because you have eternal life in Christ Jesus. You live the life of Christ Jesus. So the flesh will die, but your spirit, your spirit is alive. Hallelujah. So God's grace is sufficient. That's what I want us to know. I pray for us in the name of Jesus that we are blessed and we are changed, that we see the grace of God, that the Holy Spirit teaches us about God's grace and we see how great His grace is, how sufficient His grace is. And I pray for us that we are able to express God's goodness to other people. And when we face persecutions, we are not coward, we are not afraid, we are not ashamed, we are not scared, we are bold, we are made bold, we are wise, and we are able to dispense the life of Christ Jesus and we stand strong in the faith. We identify with Jesus in tough times and we tarry till our master comes. We stay in the faith till our master comes in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Thank you for listening to me. I love you guys so much. Thank you for always tuning in to TJTR series with me. God bless you. God bless you. Um, you know, reach us on the last social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as the Jesus Talks Radio. Call or SMS us. You know, send us mail. If you have listened to any of our podcasts, please do. You definitely be blessed. Send us mail. Tune in every Thursday, 10 p.m. West African time, and Friday, 9 p.m. West African time. We have a new show coming up. It will air every Sunday. The name of the show is Face Struggles. Stay tuned to our social media platforms for more information. Very soon, very soon, you're going to you're going to listen to an amazing person on the Jesus Talks Radio. I'm excited. I'm excited. We love you guys so much. Have the most amazing weekend. God bless you. Bye.